Yeah, what's up, people? Welcome to a new episode of Chin Check. This week, well, this episode, our first of the week, we're gonna be breaking down UFC Fight Night IV Calvillo. And trust me, we had some fire ass fights. So um, sit back, relax, and let's get this shit started. Well, a lot of people were doubting the card, but I gotta say, that was a lot of fun, right? Um, yeah, UFC Fight Night, Ivy Calvillo, uh, you know, another one from the Apex, we had 10 bouts in the end, um, Brian Fitzgerald and Paul Felder on the announcing duties, Joe Martinez doing his thing Inside the ring Yeah This was um You know This was a good card And God damn the finishes Right I don't think anyone Would have you know Thought that Because when you break these fights down Right they were close They weren't mismatches So that I mean that's the thing, right? A lot of people are just like, you know, I think I, think I saw um, John Fitch mention that, oh, mismatches aren't good. But, yeah, we, we, we you know, on paper, these weren't mismatches. But, god damn, we got good fights. Like, yeah, starting all the way on the prelims, man, with two cats making their debut. We had um, Anthony Ivy, who was scheduled to fight last week as a replacement um, against Christian Aguilera at Welterweight. And, uh, yo, this was insane, man. Like, Aguilera came out, you know, pushing forward. Like, Ivy, you know, he was... um, he was swinging those heavy legs, man. He he landed a real, ooh, nasty leg kick. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, man. If he chops at those legs like that, this could be, um, you know what I mean, over kind of quick. But, yeah, Aguilera, he threw out a stiff jab that you could see had kind of stunned Ivy. It was like, I think he hit it slightly, but then, it, like, he moved back to the defense, and then he was just a little bit, like, wobbly. Um, and, yeah, Aguilera is just like, okay. So, moves in, hits an uppercut, and then kind of just unloads with hooks over hands. You're in a few straights. It was... Whoa, and uh, yeah, ref had to jump in, like, that was so fast, so fast, like, under a minute, it was just crazy, and yeah, gotta feel for Ivy, man, but it's just that he just didn't seem to know how to get out of that situation, like, his guard was open, which allowed for that initial, you know, stunning shot. 
But yeah, it was quick, man. Mad quick. So then we jumped down to the uh, uh, flyweight. Yes, 125. Flyweight division. And we had Tyson Nam against Zuma Adashev. And uh, yeah. So I think Adashev had a lot of... I think he had a lot of kickboxing fights. So not a huge amount of MA, but like the kickboxing and amateur. But yeah, so first round, Adeshev, you know, like it looked like he had heavy hands. You know, he was he was throwing, ooh, trying to land, you know, did get a couple of early shots, right? But you know, Nan was, his defense was good, you know, that was the big thing, his defense was real good, he, um, he sprung forward with an overhand, just kind of out of nowhere, just like, boom, and Adashev, he went down hard, oh god, it, it was just like, whoa, I think Nan got one more shot in before the ref pulled him off. But, damn. Like, that sort of knockout power at flyweight. We don't see that a lot. So that was, because, yeah, it wasn't, you know, an accumulation. He hadn't stunned him before. He just jumped in with a killer. So, uh, hey. That was interesting, you know, and, and Nam must be pleased, you know, I think he was on a two-fight skid, so, hey, good work, man, good work, so, you know, we're like, alright, we've had two crazy fights, let's, uh, let's move over to the women's division, so we jumped to the bantamweights, and we had Gina Mazzana, Against Julia Avelia. And um yo, as soon as I you know I saw her in there, I was like, oh, I recognize who friggin' Avelia was. And um yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah shit. <laughs> I I didn't pick that one. <laughs> Man. And um, you know. Like Mazane, she she came came out, she landed a big right, a big right out the gate. You know, which is like, ah, okay. Because I think I think Gina needs to start quick. Like sometimes she can be a bit slow. Uh but yeah, so it was looking good for her. So they clinched up and Avila, you know, she just pinpointed the knees to the midsection, just boom, 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 just pounded that, man, it was like, whoa, um, Mizano, she landed a hook on the break, but you could see, see, that was a crazy thing, right, so they broke, Mizano landed a hook, but then, like, the hook must have just been on fumes because her body language after that, oh, you could see that she was 
fucked up by those knees, man. Avila just pushed forward with a blitz. You know, Mazana, she, she could only just cover up. She couldn't do anything. Just covered up. Avila landed a few more unanswered shots and the ref called it. I think it's one of those ones as well. Like, you know, you get you, that kind of liver shot. It wasn't a liver shot, but you know what I mean? It suddenly hits you a second later and you're just like, oh, god damn. But, yo, that was a fire win for Avila. And another, another fight ending in under a minute. It It was just like, what? <laughs> it was insane. So, um, because we lost the fight, um, the card got a little bit of a reshuffle, and Marob Dalashvili against Gustav Lopez got moved. So that was the um last fight on the prelims now. So um that it was a catchweight. Right, because Lopez was a man. I think he took this fight on two days, maybe three days notice, which is like, whoa, that's some crazy ass shit, right? Uh, so yeah, they they fought at a hundred and forty rather than bantamweight, um, <clears throat> which you know it, it's only kind of fair, right? But um. Yo, it's coming in, you're just like, what's Lopez's gas tank going to be like, you know? Uh, so it, it started off, and um, yo, Lopez, hey, he, he was going after that calf, you know? like, And you can't blame him, because we've seen it time and time again, especially in the, just in the last few weeks, those calf kicks, yo, they're killing people, right? And especially with Marab, because his cardio is insane. He's, like, always moving. So chopping him down, you know, slowing him, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense, right? Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, Lopez was trying that. Now, Marab, he was, um, you know, he threw his own. Like, he landed his own kicks and stuff, but, man, he, he came in and he got a good takedown. He, like, his timing on the shoots was really good, really good. Gets a takedown. Now, um, Lopez was able to get up, but, you know, Marab is just like, on him like glue, you know, just not giving, not giving Lopez a moment, that was the thing, um, yeah, like, Marab landed a head kick, which I, we don't really see a lot of head kick from Marab, so yeah, that was interesting, um, uh, Lopez is like he's he's throwing the overhand, trying to catch Marab, um, but yeah, it's that movement from Marab, man. Uh, so yeah, Marab 
man, he, he comes in, another shoot, gets another takedown, which was just, man, you know, Lopez was able to get up, but Marab just took him down again, I, yeah, um, yeah, like, Lopez was scrambling, but yeah, Marab gets another takedown, he's just like, a takedown machine, and just anything to crush Lopez's will. That was that. That was the big thing here. Like Lopez, he gets up, he just gets taken down again. Like he tries something else. There's Marab, you know, not giving him space, just suffocating him. It, yeah, it, it's got to be demoralizing, right? And. You know, the first few takedowns, he's kind of maneuvering, trying to look for submissions and stuff. With the last one, he, uh, you know, it's mad close to the end of the round, and he just goes like, all right, and just goes with the ground and pound. But yeah, good way to end things. Second round, um, yeah, we get, oh, just a real nice combo from Marab. Head kick and then a right. Ah, just worked perfectly, you know. Uh, so we get that. Uh, he f- Marab fakes an ankle pick and lands an overhand. Ah, you know, like DC would have been proud of that. That was just a real nice move. Oh, man, like, he gets another takedown after that. Marab is, he's just a freaking energizer bunny. It it is, you know, hard to keep up with him. And you could see that Lopez was finding difficulty with that. But, yeah. Like, it makes uh, so much sense to push this, you know, push the pace on a fighter that is coming in on a short notice, you know? Like, so maybe they were training for another fight elsewhere in the past, but right now, there's nothing else, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yo, yeah, try to attack that gas tank, man. Uh, yep, but, you know, Marab is just controlling the early minutes of the round, you know, just really taking it to him, uh, and he's, like, and just cranking Lopez's neck, you know, he, he, wasn't, he didn't have him in a guillotine or anything like that, but it was just this crank, oh, it did not look good, and as I say, there were moments when it did seem that Lopez was close to tapping during it, like, he did manage to escape, gotta give Lopez props, man, for just keeping on, um, but, you know, he escapes, and <laughs> Marab just lands like Inky got four kind of back-to-back takedowns. It, you, you just have to kind of go like, oh man, 
and you you see Lopez getting frustrated. Like, and in the corner, it was just like, yeah, it's got to be disheartened. They know they were down two rounds. So you're going into the third thinking, need a knockout. But I'm tired. Ah, not a great place to be, right? And, yeah, so the third round, we get, like, a kick... Nice leg kick, then a right from Marab. Then a huge jumping right, which was nice. And all of that goes into a takedown. It was just, bro, he's putting things together. He's just not looking tired. Like, all of this output of Marab is not tired. It's... Man, you want to be a fly on the wall in that training sessions, right? Now, Lopez, you know, he is looking tired right now. Which, hey, it's understandable. You know what I mean? But he is trying. He's not just stopping. Yo, like, when he gets in a compromised position... It'd be an easy thing just to give up. But no, he's keeping on going. So you've got to give Lopez props for that. Morales can't miss the takedowns, though. That's... I think Lopez needs to work on that. Because, yeah, he is getting taken down at will. This time, Morab gets into mount. But I think it's just... He gets a little bit frantic... You know, so he loses the position. Um, but, you know, gets Lopez down again. Able to get off some ground and pound. Uh, Marab gets the back. But, uh, yeah, Lopez is able to escape that. But, yeah, then um, he gets taken down again at the end. It was just such a dominant display from Marab. And, yo, the judges actually kind of showed that with the scoring, which was, you know, nice to see. Because under the new definitions, hearing they all could have been 10-8 rounds. So, um, yeah, a, a real good fight from Marab. And Lopez, the fact that he was able to make it to the end... Hey, that's something, right? But, um, yeah, not a bad way to see us into the main card. Boom. Okay, so the first fight on the main card, we got Hannah Cypher making a quick return to action. So we saw her, um, oh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and she got, um, ankle locked by, uh, Mackenzie Dern, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a quick fight, and yeah, not really any punches, so, you know, makes sense, um, so she's fighting Maria Agapova in her UFC debut, um, so this is at flyweight, and, uh, yeah, like, man, straight away, yeah, you know, you could see the um the range disparity, disparity, 
issue. But, you know, Cypher, she was, you know, she, she landed some low kicks, right? Which, yeah, makes sense, right? Stop, you know, damage the legs, which are going to slow the movement and the kicking ability. But, yeah, Agapova was, man, you know what I mean? She's, she wasn't messing, you know what I mean? She was throwing just serious hands, right? Serious hands at Cypher. Uh, and just, like, pinpointing the head, that was, like, one of the big issues here, um, you know, Agapova, like, her range, she was really just fighting from the outside a lot, there was a few occasions where Cypher was able to get in, you know, and she did land when she was in, but it, it it's just like, you know what I mean? The amount of times that happened, not a lot. You know what I mean? Not a lot. I think she had a body lock at one point, or just a clinch. Um, but yeah, it was um, Agapova. Just you know, she landed some good knees good knees, and you could see the, um, Cypher, like, her her face just wincing, ah, when she, when they landed, it was just like, god damn it, and Agapopa landed a head kick that you were just like, what the hell, but Cypher goes down, right, Cypher legitimately goes down, Get straight back up. And you just think the head kick alone. You know, that would have ended it a lot of times. But no, Cypher is tough. You know, she was she was able to get up. Which is great, but you know, Akapova just wasn't stopping. Right? So she stayed on her. Um she grabbed the neck, right? So she grabbed the neck. The Cypher was against the cage. She then maneuvered Cypher's body, which allowed her to jump on the back. And she's jumped on the back. And she landed a shot. You know, messed with Cypher's attention. Was able then to get that rear naked, pulled back. They went to the ground. And, yeah, Cypher had to tap. It was, you know, it was under the chin. And Agapova was, oh, squeezing. So, yeah, like, oh, got a feel for Cypher. But, god damn, you know. And I think, I don't know, maybe a break. Like, maybe just take a month like, don't try and take any more short notice fights. And, um, yeah, just work on that ground game. You know what I mean? Like, Cypher just needs to work on that ground game because, oh, it's killing her. It really is. 
But um, right, so next fight we move up to the bantamweights, um, and we've got Mark De La Rosa against Jordan Espinosa. Um, and uh, yeah, man. So yo, first round and. Yo, they, it felt like it was on fast forward. Jerry, like, at, at the start of this, it felt, they were going. You know what I mean? They were going. It was just like, what? Oh, shit. Like, Espinosa, you know, he, uh, he'd land some kicks and his fast hands. Like, De La Rosa, you know, it, it it seemed he wasn't like he hadn't got his range, you know, early on. He he just seemed a a step behind, right? Like, and not saying he wasn't hitting Espinosa at all. He he landed a few, like when he pushed forward. But yeah, like Espinosa was. Man, he he was the dominant dude in there, you know, as things started out. Um, De La Rosa was able to get a clinch on the fence. But, uh, yeah, Espinosa was, you know, he was just landing those, you know, in close rabbit punches. You know, just, yeah. I don't know, like, De La Rosa was just struggling, he was trying for the takedown, like, trying relentlessly for the takedown, and he was just getting beat up, you know, in the process, like, Espinosa was landing elbows, uh, just really doing damage, Really doing damage. And, like, yeah, it the round ended and De La Rosa hadn't got that takedown. So, yeah, he, he'd got Espinosa on the fence, but he's the one that got his ass kicked. You know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't a good position to be in. You know, and it definitely didn't look good, um, you imagine, to the judges. So, yeah, and I think in the corner, they were just like, don't, don't do that, don't go for the takedown, you know what I mean, it's, it's not working, it's not working, but yeah, second, and um, De La Rosa, uh, one thing though, yeah, De La Rosa, I swear he told his corner that he was tired, which, whoo, I mean, not what you want to hear, right? But yeah, second round, and you know, I mean, like, uh, yeah, De La Rosa came out. I think trying to take the center this time, pushing Espinosa back, which you know, not a bad strategy, right? But. You know, I think it it didn't quite work. You know, because 
Espinosa is, is still like landing, still landing that jab, still doing damage. Like he he hits a body kick on um De La Rosa, which you could see, yeah. Man, De La Rosa wasn't feeling it. Like he he was able to get a body shot of his own and get, you know, Espinosa on the fence. But then he he went back to the whole ah, I need to get the takedown thing. And you know, Espinosa landed some elbows, a couple of knees as they broke away as well. Which um yeah. Definitely good scoring strikes, right? De La Rosa, he, he landed a right, but, yeah, Espinosa just fired back and just using great movement, which was it seemed to be confusing De La Rosa, you know? Uh, I mean, you have to give it to Mark, though. Because he, he was still trying, still pushing forward. He just didn't seem to know how, the best ways to, yes, just, you know, stop Espinosa, to cut him off and do any real damage. <clears throat> so we're going into the third, and yeah, you can look at it like Espinosa is up by two, right? And Espinosa came out fast this round. Man, get some De La Rosa up against the fence. But, you know, De La Rosa landed a real nice one too. Crazy thing was though, you know, De La Rosa had been spending so much time trying to get the takedown. And Espinosa is the one that gets the takedown. Wait, and also, like, you feel, hey, he's so far ahead. He could have just stayed on the edges, you know, stayed at range and uh, just, you know, saw out the round. But nope, gets a takedown. And, man, lands some real heavy hammer fist from top. Like, you know, it, it looks like he was trying for a dance a few times. Yeah, but just not, eh, not able to land. De La Rosa was able to get up. He landed some solid body shots, you know, but then, hey, Espinosa got another takedown. And when he's down, man, ah, he, he uh, landed a great knee to the shoulder. Ugh, man. They do get back up. And, um... Yeah, Delarola, you know, he lands some leg kicks, but yeah, it, it's all Espinosa. All Espinosa. He's just landing the body kicks and just pushing Delarosa back. You know? Great victory for Espinosa, right? But you do wonder where's this gonna leave Delarosa, right? Yo, because he was on a, a losing streak. So, uh, yeah, I think because of the current situation, people that might normally have got cut 
are probably a bit safer, you know what I mean, but, uh, yeah, it's not great, not great at all, but, um, you know, our next fight, we move to the uh, featherweight division, and we've got Andre uh, Touchy-Feely against Charles Jordan, and, hey, gotta say, Jordan, man, he, he was really looking fast in this one, it was funny as well, because Feely looked crazy pissed off at the start of this fight, like, I didn't think there'd been any, you know, just any crazy words said between the two, but yeah, Feely did not look happy, huh? but uh, yeah, I think Jordan, um, he was landing some good shots early on, and uh, you know, going for the kicks, you know, going for the kicks, landing some nice ones of those, he uh, hits a head kick, but then um, Feely was like, alright, <laughs> if we're doing that, and uh, hits his own, uh, Jordan jumped in with a nice body shot, and like, ah, he, he was going for some more kicks, like, landing on the arms, and you did wonder if Feely might have damaged his right arm, but, you know, it did seem okay after that, uh, you know, Feely was, you know, coming back with his own uh, solid shots, landed some knees, um, really, it's a, a, such a close round, you know, tried it, Jordan fires a fireball of a left at, um, at Feely, you know, it was like, god damn, but, you know, because it did seem to stun Feely, you know, but, you know, it was, um, Feely's experience, because, uh, yeah, because, you know, he, he the, 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 the shot put him down. But, yeah, he, he used his experience and was able to mitigate, really, everything coming at him. And he was able to then get up. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think Feely was able to turn it around with a real big, like, slam takedown at the end of the round, so I think if it had just been the, you know, the, uh, the shot that put him down, yeah, it's fair, fair to say Jordan got that round, but, yeah, with the big takedown at the end, uh, real tough one to call, do you know what I mean, second round, and yeah, they're just really going for it. Man, you know, trading kicks. Like, kick for kick, punch for punch. Was just back and forth. You know, like, the hands were so fast. Like, I'd forgotten how quick Jordan was. 
Yo, that was a, I mean, that was a crazy thing watching this fight. Um, you know, Feely was looking to hit some different angles, which I think helped him out a lot in this fight. You know, just, yeah, just making it so Jordan wasn't able to predict what he was doing. But, uh, yeah, Jordan was just really, man, just trying to up the tempo, like landing a lot of leg kicks, just, yeah, just trying to pull on that pressure. You know, Feely was um, doing a good job with the jab, and he he was able to get a takedown. Jordan did get up um, to his feet. And landed a uh, few shots, although it the round ended with Feely landing a big overhand. But yeah, another close freaking round. So we're going into the third, and like this could be anyone's fight. It really could. Um, but yeah, you know, like. No one was looking to back down, which was just good. Because, you know, we got a great fight. Uh, you know, Feely was really trying to bring the pressure. And, you know, he, he landed, you know, his third takedown of the fight. You know, it was early on as well, which is the thing. The other ones were, like, towards the end of the rounds. But yeah, this one early, so you're just like, oh, what's he able? What's he gonna be able to do with this? You know, um, Jordan. Jordan tries to get up, but Feely just slammed him down. Uh, so I don't know if that was counted as a fourth takedown. But Jordan, you know, he 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 gets up, lands a couple of nice hooks. Feely wasn't letting up though, you know, hits a head kick, like, you know, Jordan, he he comes with a nice stiff right, and um, yeah, gets uh, his own takedown, but man, it it was crazy. You know, crazy. Like, it just ended with just them firing at each other. It was a fun-ass fight. Fun-ass fight. And, uh, yeah, Feely gets the nod on a split decision. So, yeah, it was definitely tough. I, You know, I think, yeah, you, you know, with everything that went down and all of that, you don't feel... Aggrieved that Feely got the nod. You know, you can think, mm, yeah, he probably just eked it out, right? It was close, but yeah, Feely probably just eked it out. So then next we go to uh, the lightweight division, and we've got Charles Rosa, who's coming off his fight with um, Bryce Mitchell. You know, where he lost that one. Um, and he's fighting Kevin Aglia. 
So yeah, this this was looking to be a fun one. Um, yo, Aglier, man, he came out fast, man, hitting just some real good counters to what Rosa was trying to land with. Yo, um, Rosa, you know, he 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 was trying to be. Uh, I think just kind of funky with some of these movements and stuff, right? But he he just seemed a bit of a step back to what Aguilera was doing at first. And one of the big difference, Aguilera was really sitting down on his shots. You know, really looking to do some damage. Um... But, you know, I think Rosa is, uh, you know, he's kind of showing a lot of changes to his stance. You know, moving around a lot, trying to get an opening that way. But, yeah, it is, he hasn't found his rhythm yet. You know, still hasn't found his rhythm. He lands a good leg kick and a left overhand. But Aguilera is um he's he's using these fast bursts to um you know shoot in and get stuff. Like lands a nice right that way. And coming till the end of the round, he exchanged some body kicks. Aguilera hits a heavy right and a nice jab. Um, Rosa, you know, tries to shoot. Aguilera stuffs it, hits some hammer fists, and uh, yeah, gets gets out of trouble. But yeah, looking at it, you think mm, first round most likely uh, Aguilera's. So going into the second and um starts off there exchanging kicks. You know? Um Rosa, I think now he's got his range, lands a thunderous right hand. Um you know, the yeah, just and I think Aguilera stumbles a little from that one. Um I think when they, you know, with the exchanges, I think you definitely see more damage from Aguilera's shots than Rosa's. So if someone's probably going to end the fight with a, uh, you know what I mean, a knockout, you'd think, all right, it'd be Aguilera, you know? Um, but, you know, Rosa, hey... He, he he's trying for the kick game, which hey, it's a, it's not a bad move, not a bad move, you know. And you we've seen his jujitsu, so it's kind of like I right, get it to the ground and do your thing, possibly that way, you know. Um. Yeah, I I think a big problem for Aguilera in this fight. As we're going on, 
is he's kind of just throwing single shots. No real combinations. And Rosa is... He's he's trying to land in bunches. So, you know, we're, we're watching the fight. And, yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, I think Rose is pulling away with the shot count here. You know? So that's one big thing. Uh, you know, Rosa does... You know, he, he lands a nice shot that does seem to hurt. Um, Agliera. So that's a kind of, you know, it's, it's getting interesting, right? Because I think Rosa is starting to show more. You know, we, I mean, it's the movement, it's the kicks, it's the combinations. You know, he, he's kind of edging away with things. But due to the heavy hands, you know, like, hey, you, you can't count Aguilera out. Um, Rosa, you know, he he throws a good head kick. Aguilera does partially block it, though. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, just keep on uh, pushing forward with things. I, I would say that, you know, uh, Rosa most likely took that second round. So, going into the third, it, it should be one apiece. You know? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, you know, fight starts and, yeah, they're not fucking around still. You know what I mean? They're still... Hey, both are still going for it. The pace hasn't slowed, really. You know what I mean? Like, Aguilera is, um, you know, he, he's throwing big at the head. Um, He does get it off a nice combination to the body, which is a bit like, ah, probably should have been throwing more of those earlier on in the fight. You know what I mean? Rosa is, um, man, he, he's getting in with a, with a lot of kind of kick one-two combinations. And, uh, that seems to be working. You know, because now utilizing his movement a bit more. He's able to avoid Aguilera's heavier shots. You know, Rosa, he, like, he hits a solid left. And Aguilera goes for a takedown. You know, doesn't, he's not able to land it. He, he tries again. And Rosa, man, Rosa punches him. For it with a just well-timed left. Well-timed left. Like, I think you see Agliera tiring as the round is going on. Which, mm, you know what I mean? It, I think it makes sense with the fact that he's loading up so much on the shots. But, 
You know what I mean? At the end of this fight, uh, it's definitely hard to call. You know? But uh, Rosa takes a split decision. And I think with the work he did in the second and third, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I would give him the nod, but it was definitely a close fight. Um, we go into the co-main event, and this, oh man, this has got a lot of heat to it. So this is the third attempt at this. First one, UFC London, and um, yeah, you know, because of COVID, that fight card got cancelled. I think Vittori had already travelled to London, though, which, you know, wasn't great for him. Then the next time in Jacksonville, they were meant to fight. Robson came in heavy and then had to pull out. This time... Roberson comes in heavy again. So, uh, like, coming in, you just think, if Vittori can't control his emotions, that's going to be problematic for him. Right? So, it is all on that. You know, can he be focused, essentially? Uh, But, yeah. Not quite the middleweight fight that Vittori was hoping for. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, it starts and Roberson, you know, he's throwing a lot of feints. Right? But no one is, no one's looking to rush this. Which is definitely a good sign from Vittori. You know, they exchange a few shots and... You know, Vittori goes for a takedown. Robson, he he gets hold of the neck, drags Vittori um, down, and attempts a rear naked. Doesn't work, though. Vittori's able to escape and um, gets his own takedown. Right? So you're thinking, ooh, Vittoria's got good ground skills, right? So it's just like, oh, how's this going to go? But, you know, they scramble. Um, this Vittori is looking for the back and, um, and a guillotine, right? Robeson escapes those attempts, but, you know, Vittori, hey, he gets, he gets another takedown, Roberson uses the fence to, um, you know, get around it. Um, and, you know, I think Vittori locks up. Uh, I can't remember what he locked up. But it was looking tight. You know what I mean? The choke was looking tight. And Roberson, what was interesting, right? So he uses the fence to springboard off to try and escape it, which, you know, pretty inventive, right? Uh, but yeah, so, you know, they're avoiding shit. As they're getting up, 
Vittori hits another takedown. It's another takedown, and this time he he goes for ground and pound, right? And hey, it, it makes sense when you see what happened. Like, so he goes for the ground and pound. Um, you know, Robeson obviously he's he's not looking to stay in that position, and in the transition, Vittori's able to take the back. Sinks in a rear naked, and uh, yeah, that's a fight. That is it, and yeah, you definitely, you definitely see Vittoria is pleased, right? And to be honest, after everything that happened, yeah, I wanted Vittoria to get this win. You know, because, I don't know, Robeson, yo, like, missing weight, and and it looked like he didn't really make much of an attempt to cut, because he wait, he was one of the first people to weigh in, so it's just like, ah, oh, you could have taken a whole session to try and cut that shit, but it, then he posts to Instagram, like, yeah, wait. On point, now it's time to fight. And you're just like, yo, what? So yeah, was a um, you know, good a good win for Fittori. But yeah, now time for the main event. So we got Jessica I against Cynthia Calvillo. And this is Calvillo's first fight. At the um, at the flyweight, you know, one hundred and twenty-five, and it's also her first main event, first five rounds. So, gonna be interesting, you know. Especially I missed weight, you know, and looking at them, I definitely looked the bigger of the two in there. <clears throat> So fight starts and I is you know she's pissing out the jab, you know really trying to work behind that. Calvillo, you know she catches her with a nice left, but eyes, you know, eyes really trying to um, take the center of the octagon here. You know, Calvillo hits a head kick which is a uh, you know nice. Eyes trying to counter a lot, you know, pushing the jab out even more. Like Calvillo lands an overhand and a head kick, so a good, pretty solid combination. Um, I catches the kick though, and um, you know tries for the takedown, but yeah, Calvillo is able to avoid that. You know, but yeah, it was it. We got some good back and forth this round. You know, like not a bad round, right? Not a bad round. Hard to, you know, it was close, right? It was definitely close. And Calvillo is trying to utilize more weapons, but I that's not that surprising, really. Second round, and um, 
you know, it's, yeah, it, it was just um, faster paced, probably. Probably faster than the first round. Um, we're getting some good exchanges. And Cavillo you know, shoots in and gets a nice takedown. Um, you know, she didn't get on the first attempt, but she just carried on pushing through and uh, gets on that second push. Um, yeah, Calvillo, you know, she was, um, yeah, landed some good ground and pound. I is able to scramble. Um, and Cavillo tries to take the back. She can't land the um, rear naked, though. But does control the rest of the round from the position. So, uh, yeah. Good. I think well played by Calvillo, really. Uh, so, third round. And, yeah, Calvillo. Man, she's... Uh, you know, being real kind of evasive. She's showing some real good movement. You know, but also getting in and, and just landing some good shots. Eyes only really throwing single shots, which I know it's a bit odd because we've seen her throw good combinations in previous fights. So, yeah, this one, yeah, she like. That she's mainly trying to stick with a jab and yeah, just throwing just singles. You know. Have no clue why. Um she does land a good hook though. But yeah, Calvillo is just like you know, she's controlling around. You know? Um I hits a right, but ah. Uh, and it was so good. When I goes for another right, Calvillo just ducks under and lands a takedown. Just the timing was perfect. And um, yeah, Calvillo ends another round with a takedown. She takes it back, um, hunting for that rear naked, but yeah. I, I shows good defense and um yeah sees that round out. So we go into the fourth and I think this one Calvillo gets a takedown right away essentially. So that's interesting. Hearing um it's able to take the back and yeah, she she's kind of peppering shots, trying to get that defense so she can get the rear naked. I I is able to scramble and get up though. Um, you know, but you know, Calvillo, you know, she's just continuing doing what she's doing, you know, um, which like ah. She, she's just showing, like, good composure in there. For someone that hasn't fought a five-round fight, yeah, Calvillo is doing a real good job. And I have to say, she's winning this fight. 
she's definitely up. I don't know who took the first round, but Calvillo won the last two. So she could be up 3 nothing or, you know, 2-1. No, 3-1. Yeah, 3-1 <laughs> even. God damn, my maths. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going into the fifth. And Calv- and um, I, she needs a stoppage. You know? She needs a stoppage to, to yeah, win this fight. Um, it starts off back and forth, right? Uh, Calvillo, you know, she's pushing forward. Um, I I is able to land, um, you know, some jabs, but Calvillo, you know, she seems to be doing the most damage with her shots, which, I don't know, it, it's a crazy one when you look at the fact that, you know, I is the bigger fighter in there. But yeah, Alvio's the one doing the damage. Uh, Alvio does land a nice stepping elbow, which was good. Um, yeah, and she's just doing a real good job with, um, you know, just that hit and move. You know? Um, she gets a. Oh, she lands a spinning um, back fist, which was good. I gets off a. Oh, man, it was a big right. Big right, a best shot of the round for sure. And you did think, oh, is she, um, yeah, is she up in the pressure? You know what I mean? Is she going to be pushing things a bit more? Uh, but, yeah, no. Because, yeah, you know, she goes for it again and Calvillo slips under and um, lands another takedown. Which was, uh, yeah, just great work. Um, she's not going for subs now with this takedown. Just ground and pound. Does give I a little bit of space. Which, um, yeah. You know. Does kind of give her room to try and escape. Calvillo... Does try for the Peruvian necktie, but um, yeah, not able to land it. So yeah, I I gets up, so they end the round on the feet, throwing some shots. But uh, you know, to really kind of emphasise what's been going on, Calvillo ends the round on the buzzer with a nice shot. So. Uh, yeah, Calvillo took that one, and yeah, well fought. You know what I mean, like a well fought fight, a great debut. Um, be interesting to see, you know, where she goes next. Like, you you look at it and you think, okay, there, there's definitely work that can be done. You know, but yeah, Calvillo. Hey, she did not look bad at all. You know, not bad at all. So, um, what it was funny at the beginning of the night, Dana had asked for people to um, give their opinions on who should be getting um, 
you know, the performance of the night, fight of the night kind of awards. Um, so, from that, there was no fight of the night award given, just for performance of the night awards. And they went to Christian Aguilera, uh, Tyson Fan, Tyson Nam, which, yeah, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Maria Agapova got one as well, and Marvin Vittori. So, um, yeah, you know, all of those, you can definitely see all of those um, being deserving. Like, uh, yeah, gotta feel bad for Julia Avila, but, you know, it is what it is, right? But, yeah, I think all of the winners... Hey, they were good, they were good fights, but, um, yeah, this was a good card, um, cannot wait till next week, where we get, um, Curtis Blades against, um, Alexander Volkov, so that one will be fun for sure, alright, okay, so, we um draw to the end of another episode so let's break down the um the news right so ah, it would seem ian heinish is gonna be out of his fight with brandon allen not quite sure the what happened um it must be some sort of injury uh but allen still gets to fight next week on the 27th he will be going up against Kyle uh, Ducas. I mean, that's how you say it, Kyle Ducas. So yeah, there is that. Um, Elizu Zaleski. He's gonna be fighting Muslim Salakov at uh, UFC 251 on Fight Island. Um, also on that card, we're going to have Leo Santos against Raymond Bakatov. So uh, that should be fun. The following week, um, I think that's the 15th of July, right? We're going to have Ricardo Ramos against Leron Murphy. Uh, then we're going to have, um, on the same card, Pedro Munez against Frankie Edgar, uh, supposedly that's going to be the co-main event, so yeah, that's going to be fun, and the main event of that card, ooh, this, this is a good fight, Calvin Cater against Dan Eek, <laughs> both guys have been on a blaze recently, you know what I mean? Some awesome performances. So that's a fun friggin' main event, right? So then the following week on July 25th, we should be getting Nathaniel Wood against Umar um, Numa Megadoff. Numa, you know, Khabib's cousin. So yeah, we're gonna get that. Then, the next week, August the 1st, 
it looks like we've got Caitlin Vieira against Yana Kunastaya. Um, then the following week on the August the 8th. Oh, this is going to be fun. So, firstly, we're going to have Nico Montana against Julia Avila, who um, we saw fight last week. Right? So, that's a quick turnaround. I mean, it's well, fairly, I mean, a month and a half. I guess not. I guess not. But this actually is going to be a rematch because um, Avila beat Montana in 2017 for the HD MMA Women's Bantamweight title. So, uh, yeah. We'll wonder, we'll see um, who's going to come out on top in this one. On that same card on the 8th, we're also going to get Chris Weidman against Amari Akamedov, which should be a fun fight. And um, Weidman's return to middleweight division, I believe. And the headliner. Oh, this is going to be fun. Derek the Black Beast Lewis against Alexi the Boa Constrictor Olenek. Now we know Lewis has, you know, he's got those dynamite hands. But what's gonna happen if Alexi gets him to the ground? Because you know, hey, we've seen Derek do well at getting up. But when you've got a specialist like Olenek, you know what I mean? Arms around your neck, what is gonna happen? So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, and a couple of fights that are scheduled for UFC 252. So, we are gonna have Manel Cap against. Rogerio Bontorin and I believe this is the headliner Junior Dos Santos against Jairzinho Rosenstruck oh that's gonna be fun that is gonna be fun because yo Junior hey he always comes to fight right and the question is, you know, because we saw Rosenstruck struggle against Overeem, right? And if he hadn't have got that, you know, suspect walk-off knockout at the, you know, last second of the fight, he would have lost. So, you know, I mean, Dasonyas is, hey, he's got some good footwork, he's got good hands. So... Hey, can he do the same to Rosenstruck? You know what I mean? And can he get the knockout like uh, you know, Ungano did? So, uh, I don't know. But we're going to find out in August. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fun. Also, a few fighters have seemed to have signed new contracts. So, um, who we got? We've got... Um, Man, Calvin Cater. Yes, Cater has signed a new, um, I think, five-fight deal. So has John Dobson. 
Yeah, they both signed new contracts. Um, oh, there's someone else. Oh, that's it. Eliza Alezu um, Zaleski. He has also signed a new contract. So, um, yeah. Fun times, people. Fun times. But tune in on Friday because we are going to be breaking down the upcoming Curtis Blades. Against Alexander Volkov And that's a fun card Right, we got some fun ass fights uh, Ahead on that one So, um, yeah people On Friday we're going to be running through And making our predictions So, uh, hey, we'll speak to you then Alright Cool Peace people